Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey everybody, welcome to the mini break of Cracked Rackets and Tennis Channel Production, your daily podcast for storylines, results, and controversy in the tennis world. Today is Wednesday, October 23rd, and we're here to talk about ATP action in Basel and Vienna. My name is Jamie McDonald, and I'll be running the show today without my regular Matt Stokowiak or Alex Gruskin, who's off recording some other great content for us. So unfortunately for you listeners, it's just me. Uh, but let's get right into it. Starting in Basel, a lot of good matches, and uh, you know, of course I'm happy because there are even some American wins, so let's go ahead and hop right into it. Starting in the action in Switzerland, the first one to cover, Radu Albot, coming with a big three-set win over Lajovic of Serbia. Loses the first set, 2-6, comes to win it 3-4 and four in the second and third sets, respectively. He moves on. The first American we're going to talk about, Riley Opelka, winning in classic Riley Opelka fashion, right? When you think of Opelka, he's winning in tight sets that he gets through with his big serve. That's exactly what he does. Beats Christian Guerin, 7 7-6, 7-6. 12-10 in that second set, tiebreaker to seal it. Fabio Fonini beating uh, Popperin of Australia, 6-2, 6-4, fairly routine for him. Gasquet taking out Londero of Argentina, 6-1, 7-6. Sitsipas defending what he's supposed to do. Sitsipas taking out Ramos in straight sets, 6-3, 7-6, 8-6 in that second set breaker there. Batista Agut, solid as a rock. Of course, when we get to the hardcore swing, this guy's going to be comfortable, going to be dangerous anywhere. Going up against the uh, big-hitting Copel wins 6-4, 7-5. Really the big one to circle for today in terms of just excitement, American, next-gen, really circles all the boxes, right? It's Taylor Fritz. He comes up with a huge win over Alexander Zverev today, 7-6, 6-4. And, you know, this is one that's interesting to talk about, right? Because Fritz is a guy who we've seen a bit of a mixed bag in terms of his results recently, right? I think a lot of people, myself included, were very excited to see what was going to happen for him in this final uh, section of the 2019 season, right? We see him at Labor Cup. Comes up with that huge performance to propel Team World. He beats Dominic Team. That's a huge win. People are thinking, you know, how, how are we going to extrapolate from this? What's he going to do? Then he comes up with some some not great losses, right? He loses to Nishioka, I believe, uh, fairly recently. And then also before that, lost to Bublik. That was right after the Labor Cup. So just a bit up and down, but this is a big time win. You know, hard courts somewhere. We've seen Zverev had so much success, right? I mean, look, the guy's won the World Tour Finals. So obviously he can play on an indoor hard court. Um, and Taylor Fritz takes him out. So that's a huge win for the American. Absolutely one that we're going to be watching as the draw moves forward. So always love to be able to say that Americans are getting wins um, in terms of matches to watch in Switzerland for tomorrow. Once again, we've got those Americans in action, right? Um, one we're going to talk about for sure is Francis Tiafo, a guy who 
look, all of us have talked about him. Gruskin, Stokowiak, and I have all talked about him multiple times seeing, you know, hey, what's the, what's the rest of 2019 really look like for Francis, right? Is it really just about getting to 2020 and seeing what he can do there? Who knows? You know, he's up against Dan Evans, um, so it's going to be a tricky matchup. Dan Evans, a guy who can, who can pull out a very high level of tennis. So this is by no means an easy match for Francis Tiafo. And given what we've seen from him lately, um, you know, I'm not sure there's a ton of confidence to be had in his game right now, but, but getting, notching a win like this could do something, you know, in the 2019 season, at least on a pretty decent foot, get a couple wins like this under the belt to really propel you into the 2020 season. Cause what you don't want is to just completely flame out at the end of 2019 and, and really not have any confidence to stand on starting in the next year. So he'll be in action. Hopefully we'll see great things from him. We just talked about Taylor Fritz. I want to circle his match in particular for tomorrow because I think that's going to be one of the most exciting ones. We talk about another guy, another young guy especially, who we've seen have some great success on the hard courts. That's Alex de Minora of Australia, and that's exactly who Taylor Fritz will be squaring off against. Slotted to go on at about 2.30 Eastern tomorrow, so very excited for that one. That is probably my match of the day for tomorrow if you're only going to be able to catch one. But it's not only fair to just talk about those two. There are some other ones that definitely deserve justice. We'll go ahead and run through those ones that will be happening in Basel tomorrow. Um, you do, you get some great action. Let's be honest. Of course, we're in Switzerland, so who's going to be playing it? The man himself, Federer. He'll be playing against Radu Alba. That's slotted to go on at about 1 p.m. Eastern time. Jan Leonard Struff going up against Laksanen. That's also going on similar to the same time um, as Taylor Fritz at that 2.30 time frame Eastern. You've got Vavrinka, who we just saw lose that tight match to Murray. He's going up against Pablo Cuevas. You never know there. Vavrinka probably feeling a little bit of this, probably feeling some effects of that deep run, but we'll see. Of course, you know, I still expect him to come through that one. Although Pablo Cuevas, absolutely just so solid. And if, if Vavrinka's off or if he's feeling fatigued, you never know there. Um, you've got Gofen and Chilich. I think the potential to be a great match. Laszlo Jere taking on Kranovic, the battle of the Serbians there. Um, and then Barankas is taking on Anduhar Alba. So some great matches in Basel tomorrow. Like I said, if you could only watch one, I think I would circle that Demenauer and Fritz match, especially with the level that we just saw from Taylor Fritz taking out Zverev. A very exciting matchup indeed. And anytime it's two young guys like that, um, you, you hope that it's more of a rivalry development, right? Because you get to see these guys and you hope to see, hey, this is a matchup that we might see for years and years and years to come. So that's one that I'll be watching and I can't wait for it. But we can't only talk about Basel because there's another, you know, pretty solid ATP tournament going on as well. And that's in Austria, Vienna more specifically. And um, let's go ahead and run through Tuesday's results for that one. Um, you've got Dominic Team, the Austrian himself coming back into this one. So I'm sure the home crowd is very excited there. He had a good win today over uh, Joe Willie Sanga. Um, quick plug for the uh, the GSP we just recorded. If you haven't caught it yet, um, we talked about Sanga as one of the guys who, you know, did he miss his chance? Did he really have a chance to win the major? Um, and this last one that Gruskin and I talked about uh, should have released today, actually, or yesterday for you listeners on Wednesday. Talking about some of these guys who may have had a chance to, or maybe just the big four eclipsed them in terms of majors. We break down some of these guys, you know, your Montbeast characters, uh, your Sanga goes some of the lost generation as well though we're going to reserve a lot of that for a later pod your Burdiches, your Ferrers, did they ever have a chance joe willie was in this conversation so um i think that gruskin and i pretty much def- said that his window's probably closed but nonetheless this guy can really really 
play some great tennis, especially on an indoor hard court. This guy is so dangerous. He can pop the ball with any of them, but he's going up against a team who, you know, on average hits the ball just about as hard, if not harder than everyone on tour. So a lot of big hitting in this one. Team comes out 6-4-7-6. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Another good result on the day, a young guy who just keeps proving himself more and more and more, Yannick Sinner of Italy, beating one guy that uh, Stokowiak and I refer to as just the absolute ATP professional. What a great role model and how you're supposed to be an ATP tour professional, how you're supposed to be a veteran. That's Philip Kohlschreiber. So a great win for Yannick Sinner, 6-3-6-4, beating him in straight sets. This kid is just on the up, right? So, I mean, his stock is hot right now. He's doing really well. Notching a result like this is a big deal. And, you know, some people look at this and might just say, ah, you know, he gets through another round. This to me means a lot. And so I'm going to be watching him as he moves through this draw. Verdasco gets a win in three sets over Basilishvili, 4-6-6-2-6-1. Chung, a guy that unfortunately we haven't seen as much of due to that injury, but he's been on the comeback tour over the last, you know, few months. He's getting back into it. Gets a great win over Milos Raonic, a guy who we also talked a bit about um, in that lost generation. Touched on it yesterday, but don't worry. There'll be another full GSP on the lost generation because we're talking about the best of the decade, right? So Chung, great win over Raonic there, 6-4, 7-5. He moves on. Uh, Guido Pella of Argentina, a guy who we've seen have a lot of really up and downs uh, throughout the year. Saw some great stuff, especially when you look at his his run on grass and Wimbledon. Um, but he, of course, you do think of him as that clay quarter. Now we're back to the indoor hard and um, goes out to Benet Bedene, 6-4-6-4. Unfortunate for him. I think at this point, just trying to get geared back up for 2020 is probably where his mind's at. A battle of veterans um, went down today as well. Jill Simone of France took out Feliciano Lopez of Spain, 6-4, 6-3. A fairly routine win for Simone there as Lopez um, is now knocked out of Vienna. So some good results on the day. Um, I think the biggest one for me is still Yannick Center. I mean, this guy, this guy's the real deal, right? And I mean... Just what a story, too. When you talk about um, Italian tennis now, you've got a lot of different people. Maybe this is not something you were talking about a few years ago, but now Fonini, of course, he's had a great year, took that Masters title. Um, you've got Berrettini, a young guy who's on the rise. You saw he's made some deep runs in different places. Now you've got Yannick Sinner, who's only 18 years old and coming up with wins over Cole Schreiber. I mean, it's looking good. It's looking very good for if we're talking specifically about the state of Italian tennis. So, of course, they've got to be excited there. And it, it's just all good stuff. Anytime, of course, the Cracked Rackets crew is always a little bit biased toward the young guys, toward those next-gen players who we feel like are really going to make an impact when it comes to the 2020s as we close out this decade. And Yannick Center is absolutely a guy you got to circle in that conversation. Um, let's go ahead and look ahead to Wednesday's matches because there are some good ones in Vienna as well. Um, an Italian I just mentioned, Matteo Berrettini, he's got a great match. Um, he's going to be going up against Grigor Dimitrov of Bulgaria. That's going to go on roughly 1130 um, Eastern time. So that's one that I am 
100% circling. And it's going to be tough. I'll read through some of these uh, matches that we've got on for tomorrow. It's going to be tough to decide which one if I had to circle one in particular, but this is definitely in that category. Um, Hashinov is going to be taking on Fuksovich. That's to be a good match. Monfils taking out or taking on Novak, excuse me. One, another battle of young guys that we're going to be really excited about. Andre Rublev of Russia taking on FAA of Canada. That's going to be another great match, of course. Once again, the young guys duking it out. And especially on the indoor hard courts, look, Rublev can hit the ball just about as hard as anybody from the ground. And you've got a guy like FAA who's so dynamic, can really do anything on the court. And so that's going to be that's going to be a match where I anticipate a lot of great ground stroke rallies. And ultimately, I think this will be a battle of who can impose their game a little bit better, right? Two guys who are so comfortable from the baseline, but really who's going to be able to move forward the best, who's going to be able to close out points in the best fashion. I think that's really going to, I think that's how this match is really going to be determined. You've got Kukushkin taking on Chorich as well. Sam Query, American in action in Vienna, will be taking on Adrian Manorino. Finally, you've got Denis Shapovalov taking on Karina Busta. So both young Canadians will be in action early tomorrow morning in Vienna. Um, Shapovalov gotten a little bit more uh, press recently with his results than FAA, but both in good spots here. Both have winnable matches. Um, I'd say Shapovalov's is a little bit more winnable if you're, if you're putting the odds on it here. He's taken on Karina Busta um, versus Rublev, who's been in a little bit better form, perhaps. Um, but both guys looking good to move forward. So as we move through this draw, I think we're just looking for more and more exciting matchups. And for me, the, as many next-gen sort of battles you can get um, that's just what makes these tournaments so exciting, right? So when you're looking for action to watch on Wednesday, I'm sticking to Damon Auer and Fritz, the next-gen battle that's going to be happening in Basel. Um, and then if I had to pick if I had to pick one or two, this is difficult. Rublev FAA is going to be a big one. That's tomorrow morning in Vienna. And I'll also throw in Matteo Berrettini taking on Dimitrov. That's, that's um, in the same draw as well. So a ton of great action on the ATP Tour for everybody to follow. Um, you know, this... This time of the season is, is just a really different, you know, it's, it's very different. You've got the indoor hard court, a surface that you don't see quite as often, but really gets you in the mood for those World Tour finals that are coming up, right? So it's interesting you're looking through some of these draws. And, you know, of course, in Switzerland, you do have Federer playing, but um, sometimes you miss and you're looking and you're saying, you know, where are the big names in these tournaments? But Ultimately, when you're looking at the slate of matches for Wednesday, there's a, there's a few that I'm going to circle. Um, it's Damon Auer Fritz. That next gen battle is so much fun. Um, you've got Berrettini, the other next gen guy in action, taking on Dimitrov, and then you've got the Rublev FAA showdown. Those are my ones to watch. Those are your three matches that, if you've got the chance, you really should take the time to watch those matches because I think they they all have the potential to a go either way, but b be phenomenal matches, even if it's you know a tight two sets or even a three setter with a lot of great highlights from the ground strokes so tons of tons of great action to look forward to you've got americans in action you've got good american results on the day um, and that's really what we like to see of course the cracked rackets team is always going to be a little bit biased there when it comes to the next gen crop and the american crop but that's what we want to see and so you know being able to look at results like that and see positive things when we're closing out 2019 looking ahead to 2020 seeing which americans can make deep runs which are going to have confidence to build off of that's really what's important to us 
podcast. But uh, listeners, thank you for joining in on the recaps of both Basel and Vienna and then the previews for Wednesday's matches. We appreciate it. Like I said, it's it's a bummer when I have to do this all by myself and, and subject you all to only my voice and not the, the brilliant Matt Stokoyak or the, uh, the mediocre Alex Gruskin. But thanks for sticking with us. I appreciate it. And that's a break. We'll catch you next time.